Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to uh, episode 701 of the Sith Hollow News. Uh, joined on the call by Jason Urban Jedi. How's it going tonight, Jason? Good, good. Finally, I uh, got a call in here. I missed... Uh... It was funny. It was last week. Obviously, it was Thanksgiving, and I was kind of sitting around earlier in the day, going, "Hey, we talked about having a show. Wonder if we're going to have one." Um, and then was hanging out all day. Uh, my uh, my parents were in town. Flora and I were hanging out with them, and then Yeah, you had a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, a good Thanksgiving. And then um got home and my phone was almost dead, so I had it on the charger. And then uh I was doing something and I'm like, Oh man, I wonder if like we're gonna have a show and at that point you'd text her or message everybody and said, Hey, are we having a show? And then like a couple minutes later you'd say, Oh, guess not, since nobody can make it. So I, I missed it by probably like ten minutes. And I was like <laughs> well, I guess we're not having a show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like you. I got back, uh, back home um, in the evening, uh, and uh, you know, I, I I didn't know I was still, you know, kind of stuffed with uh, from the turkey dinner and stuff. And I, I was thinking, I, you know, I don't know, we could I could just sit here and watch uh, watch some movies or hang out and. Uh, and I was like, well, but I am here. I could do a show. So I, you know, I sent a message out. Um, uh, Joe and Joe and Randy said they weren't going to be able to do the show. So I was like, well, that just leaves Jason. I'll, I'll just wait on him. And I, you know, I kind of waited. I uh, didn't hear anything back from you. It was getting close to 10. And I was like, eh, no show. <laughs> so um, it was all right. I, you know, um, I, I I enjoyed hanging out in the evening and just doing stuff around the house. I just, uh, you know, I felt a little guilty because I knew that I was available and I could do it, but I just, uh, you know, um, so, you know, like if, if everybody else, like I was like, oh man, if everybody else wants to do it and I'm not doing it, I, I'll feel like a jerk, but, you know, but yeah, we didn't get, uh, everybody else seemed to have other things going on. Um, you know, and it was a holiday, so that's all, that's all good. Um, and we can we can kind of catch back up on wherever we were. The there's been more developments in the escalation tournament. Um, today is the last day for the the uh, the balance committee suggestion box, um, so it will be kind of closing after today. We can talk about that. Um, you know. I guess if you and I like, maybe we could, you know, uh, rap about it a little bit. And like, if we, we, maybe we can come up with something like that we forgot to put on there that we need to add on before the, 
before the deadline. So <laughs> yeah, I was going to take a look. I know there's there's one thing I wanted to add on to it that I'm going to go add on here shortly. But yeah, we could definitely catch up the escalation tournament where we had left off previously. If I recall, we were heading into the final round. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we discussed a couple of these matches, but we'll go over the round, the final round matches that get everybody to the top four. And then it looks like they've played some of the top four, so we can talk about those as well. Yeah. Um, so in the, the final round, um, where was our... Where are we at here? Okay. Um, we had Darth Name defeating Darth O. It's like Name, Darth Name won some of the Kia Nits and uh, blew up the Rebels. Overlay defeated Spry. Um, Overlay rolled a one for a knit in round two. And then I think we talked about this game where it was a lot of uh, lightning from Sidious to uh, to finish off guys. Uh, and yeah, we talked about this. Uh, uh, Mando had... Uh, Oh, wait, where are we at here? Yeah, we talked about Mando. Uh, all right, so in the final part of round four, it was Nerd Slayer versus Spry, Mando versus Name, Overlay got the buy, and Darth O versus There Is No Try. Um, Spry defeated Nerd Slayer. Um, and then there is no try defeated Darth O. They played on Rancor Pen. A lot of Sith beats, but it does look like uh, Darth O made a game of it, getting over 200 points out of the 350 possible. Um, Darth wow. Name defeated the Mando, also on Rancor Pit. Uh, and then we have our our final standings. Uh, overlay looks like looks like was in first place with 18 points. Darth Name was next with 18 points. There is no try was in third with 17 points, and Spry was in fourth with 16 points. Um, everyone else was a little bit further behind. Red Slayer, Mando, and Darth O. So. There is no tribe playing his horde of Sith with uh, Bane, Cognizant, Xana, Tulag, Horde, the Imperial Agent. Overlay playing the um, Inquisitors with 100 point Sidious uh, and a bunch of Inquisitors. Um, Darth Main playing Old Republic with Rascal Sue, Revan the Prodigal Knight, Zalos, Satil, Bastila, etc. Spry playing Sincera, 
with Floby, General Skywalker, Quinlan, Master Solm, and Ayla Secura. Um, so in the top four, it was Overlay versus Spry and Darth Name versus Trevor. Um, Trevor won a fairly close nail biter, 281 to 221. Um, they played on Rancor Pit. Um, first couple rounds, not too much was happening. Uh, Darth Main turned on ABM in round two. Uh, then in round three, uh, Darth Name won in it again. Now, uh, the Emperor uses battle manipulation to reposition everybody. And then round four, Trevor won it, but Satil uh, intuitioned away, Cognos killed Wicket, and the agent killed Vaklu. The good guy, Darth Revan, came in and did another repulse. And then eventually a whole bunch of guys died and it was um, Basla versus the agent, the emperor, and Vongarella, plus a 20 hit point Bane. So Mel conceded at that point. Oh, yes. Actually, it was 381 to 221. I, I misread it earlier. I thought it said 281 to 221. Oh, wow. Um, so we are still waiting for the other semifinal matchup. Oh, Laura, Laura says it's been played but hasn't been recorded yet. Hmm. Apparently, Spry lost a close game. Hmm. So it looks like the finals will probably be, which maybe they'll announce when they're going to play and we can do a show if it's at a convenient time. But it'll be... Uh, 350 point Sith squad with Bane, Cognos, Xana, Tuak, Imperial Agent, and then the uh, Inquisitors plus the 100 point Emperor. It looks like it's going to be a pretty interesting. Yeah. And those are like, 
you know, I, I, at least in my opinion, like some of the m m more uh, powerful uh, builds that kind of came out uh, last year or this last year, um, the, the yeah, Inquisitor stuff is like <laughs> really, really pretty good. Um, Emperor's Fist and the, the second sister and like Reva, the other sisters, you know, the um just the, the whole inquisitor thing and then being able to uh escalate it up to 350 um it's pretty good i think i'm pretty sure overlay played uh in the escalation tournament i believe he's playing something similar but uh probably a little different build um i don't think he had the i don't think he had the inquisitor oh i, I don't think he had tarkin in in the squad um I think that might be the big difference is Tarkin. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, Trevor's been, he's been rocking Tulak Horde uh, for quite a while now uh, in some, uh, you know, different tournament, tournaments. And then, of course, he played, uh, got into the finals with uh, the VassalCon with Tulak Horde. And, uh, you know, now he's just able to, uh, he's been playing in the escalation tournament, um, you know, had some, had some, some wins, some losses, uh, you know, got himself up into the finals and, and, and when he's escalating into the three, uh, 50 here, he's got a pretty powerful, pretty dang powerful squad. So I, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to say, uh, I mean, where I would put my money on, like, <laughs> As far as you know, I, I, I mean, in some ways, I kind of feel like if I'm going to bet on the squad, I'm going to bet. I think I'm going to bet on the imperial, the imperial squad, the inquisitor squad. But if I if I have to bet on a player, um, <laughs> I, I think I'd want to be. I think I'd want to be bet, betting on uh, there is no try. Um, so, right. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, and of course, you know, an overlay uh, really showed um, his teeth. He's that he's a, a competent player, and he's he's good. He knows what he's doing, and uh, and and he's been playing this squad for for you know he's got quite a bit of experience uh, piloting this squad. So yeah, this is this is gonna be a good match, I think. Well, hopefully it's either that or, or somebody's just going to get completely wrecked like right away. But, you know, that happens. <laughs> but it seems like it's going to be a really great game. Yes. Yeah, we may have to see. Hopefully, maybe they'll be doing it on a weekend, um, like over the weekend or something. Uh, like you said, a time that we can. Uh, you know, maybe broadcast it and like run, maybe do some commentary or something uh, during the game. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, but, uh, you know, sometimes people's schedules don't always match up. So with a convenient time yeah. for us doing it, so. But, uh, yeah, it seems like a pretty exciting uh, finale for this Escalation tournament. Yeah, and, and I also think, too, that, like, um, 
you have to to you know take a grain of salt, you know, because people are going to say, "Oh, look, Tuax overpowered," or "Oh, look, the, the Inquisitors are overpowered." But you know, this is a, a 350 point build. Um, you get a lot more tricks and power of, of any squad at 350 points than you do at a at a normal 200 point competitive minis sort of game. Um, so yes, the, these squads that you know all the squads that people are playing are going to look ridiculously more powerful than you know your average 200 point uh competitive even top tier competitive squad because they are <laughs> even though they don't have more activations and stuff like that um you know and that's where you know when we go back to even like 500 point epic um you know people be like oh you know such and such a piece is broken because in 500 point epic it's absurd well yeah but that's because you get all this support in 500 point epic. You don't get all that support in a normal 200 point, uh, you know, norm, normal 200 point match. Yeah, it's you know, is um, what it's doing is maybe something different from what it could do at 200. Um, yeah, you know, and and also, and and you know, we we can't. You know, this is the other thing that we always have to take in consideration. I mean, even even at the 200 point level, um, you know, you, you you also have to add a little bit of a grain of salt in with, uh, you know, like, okay, it's it's Trevor playing a squad that he's been playing for, you know, that he's got lots of experience with. You know, like okay, it's it's overlay who's who's uh who's you know he's proved that he's no slouch. Um and and he's you know, he's got a lot of seat time. He's played this in multiple tournaments as well. So it's like you know, I, I think it's been said like don't give more credit to the tool than than the than the uh master, yeah. you know. Um so, which I think could be very easy to do when you see, like, you know, you know, someone, you know, oh wow, Tulak is, you know, he's he's winning, he's won, he's you know made it into the finals here, he's done this, he's, you know, he's he's winning the escalation tournament uh, or whatever it is, but it's like, okay, true, but yeah, it's like the same guy running it, um, you know. <laughs> well, and, uh, you know. I remember when 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 we just had the first set of epics, um, and I don't remember the exact build. I could probably go look it up, but I I had built an Achani Handmaiden squad that I think they could do something like 240 damage each, and I had like five of them, you know, uh-huh. and uh-huh. it was like. Plus, you know, whatever crazy high attack and, you know, withdrawn and with the, uh, you know, so I was going to win a knit and with this guy. So I was going to do that. And, you know, it's like, yeah, but we're playing at 500 points. It's not, you know, when you get a whole bunch of extra 
um, pieces and parts and, and things, it's not that hard to build a, you know, what looks like a, a very broken squad. So, so yeah, sometimes I think I feel that people kind of, uh, overestimate when they see certain pieces and they don't always look at the point level and the and the stuff like that yeah sure or 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 you know maybe it's you know some other alternate alternate format type of a game um you know yeah where you have um you know like different map maybe different setup maybe different you know uh you know composition of squads that are being you know played and so that those all can kind of become uh sort of deviating kind of you know factors so yeah i think uh like you said you have to take that in with a, a grain of salt a little bit um you know i mean it it doesn't mean that there's not necessarily like you know instances of you know like synergies or rules uh it's you know uh conundrums or situations that could come up from games like these that apply but um you know i mean i think i think it can it can kind of add on and it, it can you know if the character's doing something that you know it just it seems ridiculous and overpowered or um or kind of somehow i don't know creating an imp some kind of an mpe um it doesn't mean that we can't you know think about it talk about it you know or i mean it, it obviously can affect the yeah uh, sort of the player you know attitude or feet or feeling about the piece um you know, I, I wouldn't really just completely dismiss it, but, but, you know, but yeah, you do have to think about it like a little bit when it's, you know, it's like, yeah, but we're talking about 150 here. We're talking about, you know, so I don't know, which, I mean, I'm, I haven't really heard anybody say anything. Um, I don't know, maybe, but I haven't been paying attention either. So um i you know i don't know if anybody in the escalation threads has been saying something about about this stuff but maybe they have i i like i said i haven't read it but um you know it's uh <laughs> i i don't think i don't think i think a lot of people kind of understand that this is a little bit different since it's at like 300. I, I hope so. I think so. Yeah. 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 I mean, it kind of, you know, kind of the whole makes me, you know, it reminds me of some of the old stuff from, you know, playing uh, old school Magic the Gathering with, you know, the, the super powered cards or, you know, playing, uh, which I never really did, but, you know, like a dungeon crawl with, you know, a, a super high level character. That you know, you sit down at the table and everybody gets high level characters. It's more of a high level dungeon crawl instead of a you know, oh, we're all level one or level two. 
it's like, yeah, you can do a lot cooler things because it's designed that way to be a lot cooler. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the thing is that you normally can and can't do, you know, it's kind of the difference between 100 points and, and 200 points. At 100 points, you're very limited. Um, you have to kind of either build kind of one main character, like one high-costed character, like Mace, Mace Legacy of Light Side, and maybe R2 to move them around. You get one little support guy, um, you know, or maybe you build... Uh, I, you know, back in the day, people build like uh, some Mandalorian scouts with, you know, two or three cloaked shooters and and hope it was good enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then you you compare that to your 200 point squad, you'd be like, man, that 200 point squad way outclasses it. Well, it's like, of course it does. You have 100 extra points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. Trying to add on some of these these uh some of these balance committee things here. I've got a few more that I gotta sort of add on here um the the most recent ones um and some of those are um from you uh although i think i think i i think the one is already on here at least i thought it was um oh yeah it is it's it's possible yeah but you're just but but you know, it's 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 fine. Uh, you know, kind of showing that there's more than one person uh, that's wanting us to talk about it. So that's you know that's that's good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, ra- okay, Rackle Warrior. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's. Uh, I don't think that's on there. Let me go look. I don't think I have. I think I have him on there. I'm looking at the list. I don't see him on the list. No. No, I don't either. Um, let me let me get him added on. Um, gotta find his number. I don't know why I always want to add the number. It makes it look more official. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's okay. Raggle Warrior is SNV46. Okay. SNV 46. Don't delete it. (laughs) What? No, I'm not deleting it. I'm adding another one. Yeah. there okay so i think i have everything updated uh you're at you said you're adding something else on here um not really okay 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 i'll i'll do a little rundown here on this uh yeah no i'm just adding a 
a fringe faction like thing is, is something more really that the rules committee would deal with, not the balance committee. Yes, agreed. Um, yeah, that that's what I, I added it on here. Basically, this is uh, I think it's just basically for the balance committee to poke the rules committee and say, yeah. hey, we're getting we're getting people that are saying, uh, you know, we're confused about, you know, we're, you know, being told, you know, at different times, hey, fringe isn't a faction, but yet, yeah, it is a faction. But then again, it's not a faction. Uh, you know, what is the exact ruling on this? How should we be thinking about it? And how do we, you know, so like, can we get something that spells it out a little clearer? You know, I, I think that's kind of what people are, are looking for. Um, so it's, it's really not an issue for the balance committee, but that's okay. You know, it's uh, there, we don't have a, well, there's, there's a place to ask rules questions, but, you know, I guess not like a, a, a suggestion box for the rules committee kind of you know <laughs> right <I mean>? right <laughs> so so that's that's okay um yeah i think uh the and, and i don't know if it needs to be kind of looked at for, in terms of design um mm -hmm. i know it, it kind of comes into play maybe i don't know we've had some things where we've written like um non-fringe where we've put like used the word non-fringe um and then there's some things where we've i think designers have you know been going under the impression that fringe fringe is not a faction so like i don't know if we need to like be careful about about that where designers were designing something with the idea that fringe is not a faction so this isn't going to work it won't work for fringe you know um i don't know if there's any hang-ups there um but it's uh yeah it's um uh, i don't know it's a, like i kind of basically think of it as as an open fact an open faction it's a it's a faction that that is open to be played in other factions, you know, but or or by itself, um, but it's you know um it, it it's kind of a faction that that's uh playable with other factions, basically. Um still a faction, yeah. but it's not a it's not a faction in the turn in the sense of um, only can be played with pieces from this faction, basically from its own faction, you know. Yeah, like I don't know. I, I think we've discussed this in the rules committee before. I'd have to go back and check, um, but definitely mm -hmm. worth. Uh, re-looking at i know i'm pretty sure i've seen joe answer some of the questions that have popped up about it um but it, it definitely is a it, it 
it's unfortunate that <laughs> there there are people that are play there there are people out there that play it both ways. Like some people play it one way and some people play it another way, especially, you know, this far into our game. Mm-hmm. Because that that's where you start to, you know, we've talked about this before. You're playing at your local game store and this is how you guys play it cuz um, either that's what somebody told you or that's the rules as you learn them or the, you know whatever the reason is and then you go to you know something uh, like a gen con or a regional and you get told that oh hey this thing that you've been doing the whole time doesn't work like you thought it did and it kind of ruins your day yeah that can and, yeah, we, and we sometimes it you know and sometimes it sours your whole experience on on the game. And I mean, not just Star Wars miniatures, but you know, any game that you're playing. You know, you're playing sure. whatever game it is you play at home at the kitchen table or at the local game shop with your group of group of gamer gamer friends. And you know, you play that when you start the game of Monopoly, you always uh, free parking means you win a thousand dollars or whatever. And you go to a, a tournament or you know somewhere else and they're like oh yeah that's that's not how you that's not in the rules that's not how you play that's just a a home variant or mm-hmm. and you're like wait what are you talking about like that's my whole strategy is just to ride around the board and land on free parking and get a thousand dollars yeah you know yeah i'll tell you one that is uh, can, kind of along these lines it's a little confusing to me um is like and, and and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I guess like I can take a character, say it's like it's a it's a Sith character, okay? And okay. It's got, it's got affinity for Old Republic, all right? Okay. And I can build a squad with that character. And then the, fill the rest of the squad out with fringe characters. Okay. Yes. And then I can say, I'm an old Republic squad. I believe so. Because I guess it's like at an earlier step where you like decide, you, I guess you get to pick your faction or something. Or decide your faction. Um, it's just weird to me that it's a Sith character, um, but you know, it, I don't. I, to me, it feels like it shouldn't become Old Republic unless it's paired with another Old Republic piece. But apparently not. You know. <laughs> Yes, maybe I'm not looking at affinity correctly. Maybe when you have affinity, you're both. I mean, or you got to pick one or the other, I guess. I don't know. Which right. is weird because, because, well, when you play it with an old Republic piece, there's no picking. It just automatically has to become, it becomes old Republic when it gets into old Republic, right? Like, there's no getting to pick whether you're old Republic or, or not. <laughs> Right. If you play it with another Sith character, you're not picking, you know, all of a sudden you're Sith. You can't now pick for him to be a different faction. It's like he becomes the faction that you play him with, 
but if you play them with like just all fringe and you don't have any other characters from any other faction you know my assumption was that you know whatever the 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 faction on the card would be would be you'd just be stuck with that but then i was told no you could pick a different you know you could pick a different faction wow that's that's kind of that kind of blew my mind a little bit i mean yeah and people are probably like well why does it matter like you're still just playing the same piece um i think it can matter like um say if they have the opponent has sith hunter or something like that um it could also matter if like well i've never won a tournament with old republic so I'm going to call this squad Old Republic. And when I win, I can say, see, I won. I won a game with uh, Old <laughs> Republic. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay. So I don't know. It's small potatoes, but it's, <laughs> one, of those, it's one of those things that is like, they just kind of, like huh it just doesn't doesn't feel intuitively it doesn't feel right to me but you know like like most people probably are just like yeah who cares doesn't matter <laughs> and probably doesn't but yeah those are those are some things there might be some other things like that on here that are more for rules uh committee kind of stuff uh um but uh um obviously i i think i think we're balance committee will talk about dala i don't know how far we'll get it basically is going to be like hey guys do we want to talk about having dala come back we'll get like a litmus <laughs> test on that from the balance committee we'll probably know pretty like you know soon if if people are wanting to discuss that or not and then we can if if they're they're all agreeable we'll we'll have a we'll we'll have a discussion we'll probably have some games might have a gamer couple games with dala just to kind of revisit dala and see well how is it now with the you know 16 activation cap and the you know limits on the cannon and everything and um make a determination and come and have a and then we'd have an official vote uh on whether to bring uh her back or not um and i i don't know i feel like i feel like she would come back and she could be competitive and playable but i i don't think she's gonna totally disrupt the meta i don't think she would become the dominant force um in the game um and i i don't know how much she would get played I think she would see some play because she's, you know, a returning band piece. So I think that would prompt some people to want to play her. But, you know, I don't, I don't know that it would be that many people. Like, I don't think, just, I think other people will be like, that's cool. Dala's back. I'm going to, now I'm going to build to try to beat Dala. You know, it's just something else to, to be thinking on my radar to be thinking about beating. You know, right. So, um, I don't know what, what I know you 
you've kind of switched gears because uh, of some of the changes we've recently made. Like, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, uh, like, I mean, any particular changes that you're seeing you off the top of your head, or? Uh, yeah, just you know, you're you're feeling <laughs> like um, uh, why it would be why it would be okay for Dala to come back now. Um, well, I think um, I, I think it's at least worth some playtests um, of a Dallas squad against some of the like you know current top squads, maybe a Talon Card squad or a you know a Two Accord squad or you know what uh, some of the other squads that are doing well, uh, just to see you know because I think. With the 16 activation limit, um, that's going to hinder you quite a bit as a Dallas player. You're not going to be able to have 47 five-point uh, Imperial uh, or uh, Raxus Prime Troopers that can, you know, drop in for some 30 or 40 damage hits. Uh, and then also um, the the double cannon is no longer. A, a thing so you know I know that some of the strategy and I, I you know I'm boiling this down but was spin all your you know use Ozl which we've already um, worked on getting rid of or, or deterring activation control so pretty much everybody's going with two at a time um, so now it's not just spin your five commanders oh your opponent's out of guys move, uh, you know, six or eight Raxus Prime Troopers or 10 Raxus Prime Troopers, take some, take some shots, uh, move your sled, uh, you know, 24 squares on a charge and make an attack and then give it three cannon shots to do, you know, 5,000 million damage from, you know, across the board. Uh, it's, you know, with, with only 16 activations, uh, you you can you, if you're playing 16 activations, you're still gonna you know your opponent's not gonna activate you. You're still gonna outactivate them or or be even. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you know, and without those double cannon shots or triple cannon shots, you can't just play Dala as a as a huge outact and smash type squad, which is for a while what it was. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious to see if those two factors bring it in line um, to, with the power level of some of the other squads. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I'm not sure. Maybe maybe it still has too many you know bad memories or whatever. Um, and people would, you know, still lose, yeah. and just because it was Dala, they would they would be crankier than if it was, you know, something else doing a similar thing. Yeah. Um, and I and I also found it interesting, uh, just talking about like before Gen Con, after Gen Con, Vassalcon, um some of the people that I, I talked to, you know, 
were very surprised that that every squad didn't have a max 16 activations and people weren't just, you know, spamming out a, a few extra activations to get the, you know, 16 or 15. Um, mm-hmm. And I, and I think uh, as far as my, my opinion is that nobody really cares. I and mean, we've all played long enough that we are bothered if we're out activated by two or three or four, where it really starts to become the problem is if we're out activated by, you know, eight or 10, you know, we're done and our opponent hasn't moved any of their cool pieces. You know, they haven't had to open any doors um, before we, we run out. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you're you're not getting to play. Basically, they're just like, okay, yeah, go ahead. You know, do all your guys. Let me know when you're done. Now I'm gonna play. You know. Um, So I I think, you know, I personally don't mind being out activated by two or three or five or whatever it is. You know, as far as you know, I'd obviously don't want to be activated by eight or 10 or whatever, but, you know, if I'm only out activated by three or four, my opponent still has to move some of their kind of cool pieces before I'm out, before I'm done. Uh, So I can at least see what general direction they're going to approach, you know, even if it's something as simple as, hey, I have to override this door over here open, or I've got to tow up Mace with R2, or I've got to, you know, move this Rodian over here to get ready for a swap, or, you know, whatever it is. But you can kind of make plans for that, and maybe you can think up some really cool play. Um, you can overextend and maybe try for a miracle shot, you know, to be like, oh, hey, I'm going to try to crit on your Masamita, or I'm going to try to do you know, something else. Whereas in the past, um, without that activation limit or without, you know, before, you know, when you could just use Ahu or Dodana, it's like, oh, yep, I'm, I'm never even going to get a chance to do that because um, I'm out activated by 12. And, and, a, and a 10 activation, a, B, a beefier 10 activation squad that has like maybe some scissors, uh, you know, minor scissors options, uh, you could cut down their activations pretty quickly, uh, you know, to where it's now they're not activating you, you know, by six or whatever. Now, you know, maybe you can kill three or four or whatever it is and and one go in the first round or second round, and now all of a sudden they, they really aren't out activating you by very much at all. Um, right. So, um, you know, you c- it's a lot easier to close the gap um, when they're, you know, like you said, like only like five activations over you as opposed to like doubling you in, in the activation. Yeah. Um. So it doesn't surprise me. Like I said, I, some people I've you know talked to and seen posting and you know just rumors that I've heard about that you know were surprised that you know oh wow like I thought everybody was going to have max activations. I'm, I'm surprised that 
a bunch of people only had 11 or 10 or 12. And it's like, that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me because if, if my squad, if I build my squad and I build it kind of how I feel it should be and it comes in at 12 or 13, I'm okay knowing that my opponent's going to have 16 possibly and that, okay, they're going to outactivate me by two or three. It's not that big of a deal. Because what that right. what that also means is that, you know, they don't get six Raxus Prime Troopers with Opportunist and, you know, Twin and all this other stuff. You know, maybe they get one or two, um, but maybe they have to take some non-Opportunist shots or maybe they have to just not move those guys or, you know, set them up for something different. You yeah. don't just get this, well, like... I, I think there are... There are more competitive options in the 8 to 12 range um, than there are 16 activation competitive squads. I, I think there's, you know, fewer, uh, there are, you're a little more limited. You're going to be playing like Mithron. You maybe you're playing, uh, uh, I don't know, the Gungans or something like there, you know, uh, I think there's fewer competitive 16 activation builds then there are potential 8 to 12 activation builds yeah um we've always had people playing um you know squads competitively in the 8 to 12 activation Mm -hmm. range um it's just it's been more difficult for them to compete because they were going up against you know 20 20 some plus activation squads you know the ones that could could pull it off and and it was just a little it was just it, it was more insurmountable for those squads um yeah you know and and i always felt that an activation cap would would help make um the competitiveness of those eight to 12 activation squads, uh, you know, more feasible, more, and that more people would maybe gravitate towards those kinds of squads. Um, I mean, and still you'd have some people that would get to 16 activations or play 16 activation squads. Um, But it, you know, you know, and, 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 you know, Randy is just one of those people who was saying that he was saying that, everyone was going to push to 16 activations um you know everybody was just going to try to build the 16 activations and then he played a 10 activation squad <laughs> and and it's like well why why did you do that you said everybody was going to do 16 activations and he said well i realized i wasn't going to get act out activated that by that much so i wanted to play this and it seems like a lot of other people felt this you know same way um, so it'll it'll be interesting. And I always find it interesting because what I find more interesting is rather than the initial, like what ha- what people do, what the, the follow up is. Okay, we made a you know we 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 had an activation cap. Okay, the first big set of tournaments, you know, this is what people did. They all played eight, ten, twelve, whatever activations. You know, one or two people played sixteen or fifteen. Um, you know, whatever. Now, now the question is, yeah. what's the next step? And I feel 
sometimes that that game players, not just minis players, but game players in general, don't always let the meta naturally evolve to that next step. They're like, oh, they have a knee-jerk reaction to, hey, we added um, now we have to do this other thing to make, you know, make up for it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, let's see, like, where, you know, let's see where the players, <laughs> you know, because right now I think that everything is okay. But if over the course of the next, you know, year or 18 months, we see, tons and tons of people start maxing out at 16 activations, you know, then maybe it is something we need to look at again. Yeah, maybe. Um, and and I think adding Dala uh, would give players that would add a new, uh, that would give you a new option for playing a 16 activation squad. I just think that there's like, there's fewer i just think there's fewer builds available to play uh at 16 activations um you know i don't think you can just take some some of these squads are the be- they are at their best at like they you know in the 8 to 12 range and trying to like trying to uh turn them into a 16 activation squad is is uh, thinning them out and making them weaker. They're just not as yeah. good anymore. And and there's there's so there's like I said, I think it's a more limited field of squads that can be 16 activations and still be s- strong enough to take on you know and be played competitively. Um, so. I mean, obviously, Mithron is one because you know he's get he's got swap. He's given out opportunist. You know, you've got a lot of cheap commanders and imperials. You know, you can do that with Empire Dala. You can you can play, you know, uh, cheap pieces, and they're getting all you know pride the prideful, and you're getting the you know the charging, and you you can play you know cheap commanders. You can play a 16 activation squad that's competitive with Dala. Um, you know, there's other pieces. I don't know what is another, like a, I guess maybe a Kaibuck, maybe. Uh, yeah. You know, swapping. You got swap. You got, um, I mean, I don't know. But, but you need like cheap pieces that are, you know, they're getting boosted. You need you know, like the cheap commanders. You need like a, like the swap or you need something that, some gimmicky thing, you know, that you can do. Um, you know, I, I don't know. There may be some type of a swarm build that's an option. You know, um, I don't know if I've, I have, I don't know if I've seen a anyone play like a sixteen activation talent card squad that's like a swarm type thing, or some of the real competitive talent card squads. I feel like. They're, like I said, like in that 12, 8 to 12 range. Something. Okay. Or maybe they're, maybe they yeah. can get a little higher, but um, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like, what's another, like, 
I mean, like, a, I guess, yeah, obviously, like, a, a dirge on speeder, like, could be, a, probably be a 16 activation squad. Um, there were two of those played, but I, I don't even know if they had 16 activations. Probably did. Uh -oh. Maybe. They had, like, Grievous. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't I, remember I'm how many to... activations they were, but. Well, did New Zealand go all? Yeah, I don't think New Zealand listed the links to the squads. They they did when he, list when he typed their... them out. He just uh, mm -hmm. he just put up the you know main main stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So, is it? I know he kind of wrote down the squads. I think. Um, yeah, it just says like Dirge, Sand, Grievous, and then you know Worm and Mun Colonel and some Muns. Mm. But it doesn't say if he had any mouse droids or any you know R seven or you know. Yeah. <sighs> I don't. Oh, I don't. I can do. I might be able to squad search under like one of the players. I might be able to squad search under the. Uh... Wow. wow. It was like the the huts was playing. Third on speeder, right? Yeah. Um, let me see. Let's see if I can do it this way. Oh, maybe. Looks like the Huts has a a dirge on speeder. It looks like his is a fifteen a fifteen activation squad. Called rock paper uh, scissors. Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, says yeah. He says uh, he went three and one and finished third after Swiss at the Star Wars Minis Nas Nationals, uh, 2023. Uh, 15 activation squad. So, right. Um, not quite to 16, but pretty close. Um, That's that's taking a risk there. You know, you might come up against somebody that's got one more activation than you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, yeah, I. And it looks like uh, Hayden's squad is not available to see on Blue Milk. The other guy winning the. The dirge on speeder. Yeah. But, you know, we haven't seen that played a lot, but I mean, that certainly could be a competitive squad that could be a higher activation. And then, of course, I guess a Luke and Leia um, on speeder, I'm guessing, could be one. Yeah. Um, you know, certain, there's some squads, there's some squads that are powerful at the higher activation level, but 
like I said, the I think there's a lot more squads that I mean you just can't get them to 16 activations. I mean they're not going to be any good trying to you know do that. You know you need to you're better off playing a a, a Mira, a Narshada, or in a Morgan or a this or you know 30 cost 30 round you know characters and um, you know. Uh, bigger pieces um, and then some tech and some door, you know, like a couple uggies and you got, you know, you got a couple beats, you got a couple shooters, you know, it's a little more cool. We, we always call it like a balanced quad, you know, right. Um, it's not going extreme in anyone really in any one direction, but you know, you've got some options for, for some different things like a, I mean, I think a Vader Lothal squad is usually somewhat about quote unquote, kind of a balanced squad. Like it's a little extreme, but you've got, it's a lower, but it's a more on the lower end. And it's like, um, you know, you usually have, you've got two big beats, you know, you got one that's like very defensive against shooters. You got one that's really defensive against uh, melee. You got, um, you know, you usually throw a shooter in there. Maybe you have a secondary shooter. I don't know, but it's like, you know, where you have a couple savers and you got a couple shooters and you got maybe some door control, you know, in there. Right. And that's like, um, that's what you're rolling with. Um, right. You're not going to probably not going to be out activating people, but you know, you might, you might be able to win initiative. You might be able to pull some other tricks out your hat. With the right. with the squad, right? Uh, so, and I think it's it's not just that there's more. I think there's more more squads to be played that are in that twelve to more squads to be played in the eight to twelve kind of in the in that mid to lower range, but. Um, We've got, more, I think, more players that are probably more interested in playing squads like that than they are in playing those few high-activation squads. Because um, for some people, it's just kind of a turnoff, you know, or it's just not in their wheelhouse. It's not their play style, you know. Right. Um, it's, it's not really, like, in my play style. Um, um, you know, I, I, I've, tr so I've had times I've tried to play one of those squads and I, and I, and then I, you know, I realized like I would have been better off just playing like a, you know, a lower activation or mid range type squad that, you know, had a lot more variety to it, like, or it was a little more forgiving if you made a mistake, you know, um, or something goes wrong or you get a, a bad roll, which I, you know, I can, I can get some bad rolls just like every, I think I proved that in my, <laughs> in my, in the, in the right. finals against Randy. <laughs> so, you know, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I understand why people. I understand why people were thinking or saying that about the 16 activation cap, 
but I just just didn't really feel like it was you know it's like on this it felt like it was like kind of like a yeah on the surface it looks like you know everybody's just gonna just try to max out the, the activations well if that's the limit then i know what i can play with so i'm gonna max out to that well it, it doesn't change any you know basically all it does is it limit because i feel like everybody was doing that already but they were doing it without right. limit they were they were doing it without limit um so uh yeah there was a question about um you know well do we need the three um uh you know do do we still need to have the three point limit on characters um i don't know if that's going to get anywhere i personally feel like um uh that's just that would just help i feel like that would help it's just promoting some more squads just promoting more squads to be to get to 16 activations which i don't know that we need to do um right um and of course there's this stuff about two lock horde and you know what if anything should happen with Tulak Horde, um, I, I do think that it's something that we need to like take a look at and have a discussion about. Um, personally, I'm not sure there's anything that needs to change. I'm open to the discussion, but I'm not really sold on a change anywhere yet. So, um, you know, I I, don't, I just don't know if if it's going to be as relevant or a big a deal going into next year or you know what i mean so well, the the one specifically the one with block that that i see and it's not really with two it's more of Sith reflexes is the way reflexes is worded in the way it acts with like um area effects like grenades or flamethrower or stuff where you you know yeah uh, yeah i think that's a kind of a that is a kind of a wonky that's a wonky situation that i yeah probably would be good if we tried to fix that i, I agree that's basically that's changing sit reflexes and how the ability works the reflexes um that's not changing you know like i mean it, it would affect two awkward but it's not changing two specifically it's just changing would potentially be changing how sith reflexes work uh and it might might make two stronger it might make two weaker it might make him different you know anytime we have a, a rules change or a, or a rata wording change, you know, sometimes things get a little different and people, you know, freak out because it used to be. Uh, but as far as like that, the package of Tulak, I, I saw a couple other ones, you know, about Tulak and they say, well, 
this isn't really where we should have a conversation about two lock. That would be a thread. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's, yeah, that is a good, that's a, that's a good point. And I think that's something that we can, that definitely could happen or we can definitely look at, uh, you know, there's stuff on the night sister hunter, which we last time, I think we, it's basically about the plasma bolt, which we, uh, decided not to bother with last go around. I don't know if we'll, it kind of came in real late. If I remember, it was like, a something somebody kind of brought up, people started bringing up like when we were about at the point where we were getting ready to vote on stuff. And, and, and I know I was kind of like, yeah, I, this is just too late in the process for this. Um, so, um, it can be talked about again. Um, uh, there's a lot of stuff about, you know, damage capping or, you know, how much, People are concerned about all the stacking of stuff. And if there's anything we can do about that, not sure, but we'll probably talk about it. Um, um, it looks like Tarples is on here again. Um, see the Imperial Agent. Um, people wanted us to look at the Imperial Agent as far as like whether he's a he should be a beneficiary for like Tulak Horde. I mean, there's no other reason to talk about the Imperial Agent. I mean, because right. he was a non-factor. He was not he was never played until basically Tulak Horde gave him a gave him a little gave him a boost. Um well and uh, more I think the attack or damage boost was the movement boost. Mm -hmm. The identical forces, uh, you know, boost. Yeah, to be able to to swap him, to move him, to do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. for the most part, pretty much any character, if you want to, if you want your character to stand still and make multiple attacks. Um, so double, triple, quadruple, uh, whatever it is with a, you know, you know, and not moving, you know, I, I pretty, pretty much don't care what it is or how much damage of attacking it is. I, I don't have a problem with that because your character is literally standing still. It's not, if you can shoot me, then at some point I'll be able to shoot you back. Yeah, right. Uh, kind of my philosophy on that and you know maybe maybe i'm wrong and obviously it's you know a, a lot of damage potentially um but as we all know you actually have to hit um, which i've seen uh some misses at very in our two times <laughs> with the imperial agent yeah yeah yep it's true. Okay. I I'm scared to run Imperial Agent. I mean, I I just feel like um, I I feel like you have to be pretty good, like really kind of know what you're doing to be able to play that agent and not get him just murdered right away. I don't know. That's well, and that's the 
got 80 hit points with basically no defensive ability. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, there's lots of stuff that can can move and do 80 damage. You know, right. a lot of Jedi can do there's a lot of other power. Boba Assassin for Hire can can do that. Um, you know, and he has accurate, obviously. Uh, I know in my matches uh, that I played against the Imperial Agent, it would usually be uh, cable grabbing with Spider Mando to uh, dump in and, and drop 80 damage on uh, the Agent. Yeah. Yep. I I don't know. I I thought he would be too much of a liability, but you know, some of these guys, they're 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 such good players. They're able to pull it off. And I mean, I would you know? Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, I mean, obviously you get to move them around, but. And, and maybe I'm looking at this wrong, and maybe it really, really is that good, but it's like, basically, for me, I'd almost rather take out the agent, take out, you know, a couple of those Sith guards that you're using to move them around with, and just put in Boba Assassin for hire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you are losing a little bit of damage um, output. Um but you're getting a, a bunch more survivability with, you know, evade and some other stuff and greater mobile, you know, you're getting the ability to shoot at multiple different targets, you know, three targets instead of two. So you're not wasting any, you know, Oh, your guy's got 10 hit points left. Oh, I did 50 damage to him. Right. Oh. I may just built my next squad for me, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I mean that's I mean I don't know. I like I said I'd have to put it on paper and, and play around with it and figure out if that was really what uh, what I wanted to do. But just you know looking at it, like almost some you know almost what I'd rather do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a uh, yeah stuff about the double double the double double battle ready. Um, you know. Um, it's, I didn't think you could do, but I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Well, yeah, I've been told. We were told by uh, by our rules uh, expert uh, Joe that it was it was a thing. Um, and uh, there are some characters, I guess that 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 we've created that make it possible. So. Um, so that's something that you know was added on here. Um, the let's see, um, force force choke or is is on. Um, you know, looking at you know how it, how it works and should it be changed. Uh, Force attuned is another one, you know, we're probably going to look at and see um, if there should be a change to the way that the, oh, go ahead. 
Uh, as I say, with, with Force of Tune, like, um, I struggle with that one a little bit um, because the the ability works exactly as it was designed to work. So I don't know. And, and it's been around a while. It's not like it's a right. new ability. So I don't know if people just never thought about it or if, if more characters are getting it and, and maybe some of those characters are getting played more often so it, it's coming up more yeah i i think the i think the big thing is like um its ability to do like replace a turn replace turn type oh. abilities um and the when it was originally designed um it was like oh because it was originally designed initially it was just like a, a use a replace attacks ability um and then i think tim was like hey you know it'd be really cool is if he could also uh force a tune and do because you know like there's this uh, what well, was like recovery 20 which was like this replace a turn replace your turn and heal yourself 20 20 you know uh 20 hit points and it was a pretty much like worthless terrible ability that never got used because it just was no good but hey if you could do it for free it might be you know it might be cool might be worth it so it was like right. why don't we add replace if you add replace turn onto force attuned then uh you know vinzalo he could do his he could do his stuff but then he could also heal he could heal up 20 for free you know that'd be neat so that was added on um you know and then later characters were made that had abilities that were quite a bit better than um a uh, a recovery 20 and i and i think player or designers kind of sort of didn't think about the fact that hey wait a minute they can go their full movement they can run like 12 14 squares or whatever and then do this replace a turn force power you know that's you know pretty pretty powerful you know at least i guess randy didn't realize that you were that you could move double your speed and to do the replace the turn so yeah we got some pieces being designed that were a little bit maybe taking abusing that whole ability to uh force attuned and then replace the turn type ability so yeah i don't know what the answer is i just know that we're supposed to look at it and talk about it so. yeah 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 of course of course and, and we will and I mean, yeah. and, you, and you're right. I, I do think that Force Attuned has become more prominent. Um, and, and I think there's even ways to give out Force Attuned. Yeah, people love it. People want to get it. They want to so, get it out. <laughs> so, it, yeah. so, yeah, it, you know, no longer is it, oh, I get to, you know, heal 20 damage or, or do some other, you know, crappy replaces turn ability. Yeah, now um, it's run 14 squares and repulse four or something, or or run 12 or 14 and and do a lightsaber throw, 
you know, or something, you know, like that. I mean, yeah. It's, so, yeah, it's it's gotten better for sure. Um, and uh, and uh, yeah. Oh, well, there's some other ones on here. They're kind of funky, like the it says lightsaber. What's this? Oh, the lightsaber special ability. They want it to count as a melee attack. I mean, unfortunately, I don't think that's ever going to happen since it's been around since Wizards of the Coast and Clone Strike. With the right, with the the or was it Revenge of the Sith with the the dark side uh, add up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it could if we really wanted to. I don't know. Um, I don't know if that's a, if it becomes a, if it causes if it causes other problems. Like, I'm not sure. You know. Um, You know, I mean, in in some for some people, like you said, it's like somebody who's maybe a do do we don't want to change the game so far away from the Wizards of Coast version that somebody coming in who was just like a Wizards of the Coast player is going to feel completely out of their element because it's like, wait a minute, you changed this too, you know? But I don't know. They still. That might be small potatoes compared to all the other stuff they'd have to figure out too. And <laughs> um, yeah, and and then of course there's something on here about dark saber. What was it? What was it about dark saber? Um, uh, let's see here. Somebody made a post about the dark saber. Um, might have been me. I don't remember. Um, Is it on the last page? Um, oh, 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 yeah. Uh, Overlay uh, said uh, he thinks uh, uh, that dark saber, dark saber should count as a lightsaber, uh, like as an attack with a lightsaber or whatever, because after all, it is a lightsaber. He's right. Um, dark saber was. Was the ability was designed er, very early on, uh, right after, like, right at, at the time that the dark saber was, uh, you know, became sort of, uh, you know, it was uh, appeared I on guess the show, I, and yeah, I I guess I'm not sure what the particular context is because. The, the glossary says that it's plus 20 damage against a, adjacent enemies with counts of the melee attack with the lightsabers. So, I mean, I guess... It does. Okay. They, it's a melee attack with a lightsaber. It doesn't count as a lightsaber itself, so I guess you wouldn't get, like, be able to carry a holocron or benefit from any of the, like, commander or whatever effects that say, you know, an ally with a lightsaber. But when you're making oh. an attack, it, it does count as an attack with a lightsaber. Okay. So I guess I'm not sure 
Right. Maybe we need some clarification um, from Overlay, uh, you know, and just, you know, I should get a hold of him and see, you know, hey, were you wanting to be able to put a holocron on a character with a lightsaber? Is that what you're talking about? I mean, or did you not read the glossary and you thought that Darksaber didn't let, let you cut through like uh, what dark armor cuts? Dark armor, you could lightsabers cut through that, right? Or or dr10 or something like damage reduction you can cut through damage reduction with a dark a dark saber right right that's in the glossary so it does work as an attack with a lightsaber now um yeah so yeah maybe some clarification on that um so yeah i i mean you know yeah like do you want to be able to uh put a force spirit on a sabine wren is that what we're going for here like i, I think don't you know can because i think a force goes just as an ally with a force rating you don't need a lightsaber for that oh okay gotcha there are some things though that are that require a yeah character there, with a lightsaber. there are some that require a lightsaber yeah. Yeah. Well, I should... think we should probably think about wrapping up here. Yeah, sure. We yeah. could talk about balance committee stuff for hours and hours. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I just was going to, I just kind of yeah. wanted to recap the list a little bit and that, that pretty, I pretty much am done. So, um, yeah, I, I think I added a couple things that I, I'll think about it here in the next little bit and I might even, Sneak something in there tomorrow if I think of something. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, that'll wrap us up for for this week. Hopefully next week um, we'll be able to talk about and maybe depending on when uh, the finals are for the escalation tournament, where we'll be able to uh, determine if we can uh, do a do a show for it uh, yeah. congratulations at least to trevor and if and like i said if, if spry lost then congratulations to overlay as well uh, and hopefully like i said hopefully they can find a time that is convenient for them but also will allow us to uh to do a show and do some commentary and watch these 350 point squads smash into each other yep <laughs> sounds good that is a lot of fun it's got, uh, seems like it's gonna be a great game and other than that as far as i know we should be back at the same set time same set channel next week all right i'll look forward to talking to you next week um yeah, I don't know. I'm sure we'll have some more stuff we can talk about. I'm sure something will, cool will happen. And it'll be episode 702, right? That's right. Yep. <laughs> All right. Yep. Well, we'll talk to everybody later then. All right. Yep. Have a good night. All right. Yep. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.